0: From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is Healthlink on Air. Scientific American recently reported on what sounds like an alarming trend affecting male health and fertility that sperm counts are dropping throughout the Western world. Here to discuss this with us is Kazim Chohan, a professor of pathology and of obstetrics and gynecology, and the director of andrology at Upstate. Welcome, Doctor Chohan.
1: Thank you so for much. Being here.
0: Scientists said in this article, it was published in the journal Human Reproduction Update, that sperm counts in men from America, Europe, Australia, and New Zealand have dropped by more than 50% in less than 40 years. Are those alarming numbers?
1: Yes. This this study provided a compelling evidence that uh, sperm concentration is declining in the Western world, and I will add to that that uh, this is also happening in the developing countries too.
0: So the scientists that were quoted in Scientific American said this decline is ongoing. Uh,
1: this, yes, this, so. this is continuing process happening right now. And uh, like in last four decades, we have uh, the sperm concentration has decreased from 93% to 66%.
0: What What's going on? What's causing this? Well,
1: uh, the causes for this uh, trend in sperm uh, concentration decrease is due to endocrine disruptors, exposure to pesticides, lifestyle including diet, smoking, etc.
0: So, endocrine disruptors. What are those? These
1: are uh, these are components in our environment like bisphenol, all bisphenol phthalates. We are we are getting exposure to these chemicals on daily basis. They they disrupt our endocrine system, and uh, that's a way they are impacting not only our reproductive health, they are also impacting our general health. The good example is basphenol, which is found in our plastic bottles and plastic wear.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: that's everywhere. Yeah, the other causes are like uh, smoking, I want to explain. Like once someone is smoking, it is impacting two generations at the same time, like mother is impacted negatively by smoking. At the same time, baby in the womb is impacted. And then we have another generation as gonads in the baby. So at the same moment, three generations are impacted. And if I add to that, even more than three will be impacted, that's right. Because gonads are having the genetic material for the future of springs. There was a good study on um, pesticides, like there is a fungicide called This, I think this study was published in the 90s. That uh, this study, this vanclozolin, is used in uh, grape vineyards. And when scientists fed that vanclozolin in water to the mice, that impacted the reproductive and general health of mice up to three generations. So, so all the lasting, these, lasting yes, impact. Yes, this is the lasting impact. And a good impact, good example of that is like this is kind of no epigenetics playing role like the, per, uh, like the people in World War II who suffered from starvation. Now scientific data shows that their children are having high blood pressure and they have an early onset of diabetes. Hmm. So all these things happens through sperm and it goes to the next generation. These are the major causes in that.
0: So is this happening in the developing world as well?
1: Well, my understanding and my personal knowledge is that uh, the conditions are worse than the developed world because there are no environmental laws in those in developing countries and people are exposed to way too many pollutants, environmental toxins and all that kind of stuff and uh, there is no scientific data available from these countries.
0: But so anecdotally you get phone calls and correspondence. Oh yes, correspond. I phone
1: calls and I see these uh, patients from those countries. And uh, I have given lectures in those developing countries on my visits there on this um, environmental issues and uh, reproductive health.
0: Do we know, are there areas in the world where sperm counts are rising?
1: I don't think that they are rising and uh, Considering the current circumstances where we are exposed to an environmental contaminants on daily basis, I don't think so.
0: All right. Well, what does sperm quality say about a man's overall health?
1: Well, uh, when we talk about man's overall health, there are two kinds of issues here. One is general health. One is reproductive health. Let's talk one by one on each. Okay. Once sperm are required for reproductive health, On a semen sample, three things are important. One is sperm concentration, that is the count of sperm in the ejaculate. Second is motility, which is movement of the sperm. Third is morphology, which is shape of the sperm. All three are required in a good number to have successful fertilization. Okay. And uh, the magic number is that a gentleman should have a good number of morphologically mortal sperms. Now, the impact on general health is that uh, we have to understand spermatogenesis biologically, that it happens in an enclosed environment in the testes. Testes is having blood testes barrier, where they are not exposed to blood. And if environmental contaminants are impacting spermatogenesis, then we should consider that uh, these cells are highly enclosed and they are impacting they are getting impacted by environmental contaminants compared to that our other body cells are open for insult and these environmental contaminants and all these uh, uh, smoking and all that kind of stuff is negatively impacting our body cells. So that is the basis that we see that the patients or the gentleman who has poor semen parameters, they have high mortality, and they they are more prone to have uh, diseases and cancers. That makes a biological sense here.
0: So the testes is sort of a picture of the rest of the body. What's happening in the rest of yes, the body?
1: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The rest of the body is more vulnerable than testes.
0: Interesting. Um, this is Upstate's Health Link on air. I'm your host Amber Smith, talking with Professor Kazim Chohan from Upstate's Department of Pathology and Obstetrics and Gynecology, and the Director of Andrology at Upstate. Um, I wanted to talk to you about some of the research that you've got that you're involved in here at Upstate, having to do with sperm.
1: Well, my lab, uh, my lab is involved in this research on environmental contaminants and the impact on. Uh, reproductive health. Majority of our studies are in vitro, and uh, we conducted different studies. First, we wanted to know if there is if there is any impact of profession on human parameters. We studied all different professions, and we figured out that the truck drivers and the information technology staff, the computer people who spend majority of their time sitting on the chairs, They have the poor semen parameters. And the basic reason that comes out of this study is because they spent most of their time sitting on a seat or a chair. That increases their testicular temperature, and high testicular temperature is kind of uh, uh, toxic for sperm, detrimental for sperm.
0: So does it affect the sperm concentration?
1: It, It impacts sperm concentration, shape as well as motility. All three parameters are negatively impacted. We conducted a few other studies on um, bisphenol, which is found in plastic bottles. And almost in every single plastic, we find that. And that is also found in many things like dental sealants and especially these uh, food canes. That's a lining inside of those food canes is made of bisphenol. Phthalates which is found in our makeup stuff, hair gels and uh, makeup for ladies and all that kind of stuff. Octylphenol is another uh, stuff. We studied all that in vitro and we found out that bisphenol was having high impact on sperm motility as well as sperm DNA quality. It not only impacted the motility, it, it, it decreased the... It, it, it was toxic to the sperm DNA, which is required for the future of suffering. And if a gentleman is having more than 30% DNA damage, the chances for them to become pregnant naturally are really poor. So if, if exposure to all these chemicals is too high, the couple may face infertility. And this will also have effect on general health. Recently, one of my students came to me and he said, oh, is there any impact of Mountain Dew on men? Mountain Dew soda? Yes, yes. so I gave him the same project. This is an interesting story. I said, you are going to work on food colors. This has not been published yet. I'm in the middle of writing this paper. So we studied three colors, yellow dye, which is found in Mountain Dew. We studied uh, blue and allura red, and their metabolites in the body. And we did that in vitro study, and our results showed that this uh, yellow dye is really toxic to sperm. That increased more DNA fragmentation in sperm compared to blue and red. And uh, my personal understanding while going through all this study is that uh, m- main impact of the all these environmental contaminants and exposure to all these is important in utero when a female is pregnant that is the point where a male is impacted more compared to his individual life so when the mother is pregnant when the mother is pregnant she should avoid all smoking she should not go for all these toxic things and she should avoid herself from environmental contaminants and plastics and all that that is the that is where the testicle stuff is more, no matter if it's, te- it's sperm or it's uh, oocytes, whatever that those gametes are, they are more sensitive.
0: So the mother is protecting not just her baby but the future generations? Absolutely.
1: absolutely. Interesting.
0: Well what do you say to men who are struggling to become fathers or having some fertility issues? Do they stop that drinking is a, Mountain Dew? Yeah, is that you, you
1: are asking, a, you asked a very good question and I'm asked that question many times in a week. And uh, m- my recommendation to gentlemen who are planning to have a baby or who are having infert- infertility issues, my objective is that they should stay away from uh, uh, the, the food which creates obesity. If once they become obese, their testosterone level will go down. Second, they should maintain their testicular temperature at lower degree Stay away from laptop, laptops, put a pillow on you, in your lap before you put a computer. And uh, stay on healthy diet. Try to take some antioxidants. I'm not a big advocate of taking supplements in terms of vitamins and all other minerals kind of stuff. I think that they should go for natural antioxidants. With juices and fruits, they will be more helpful for them, and stay away from these plastics and all that kind of stuff. They should, if they want to have like water bottles, they should get bisphenol-free bottles. Stay away from these curtains in their like uh, bathrooms, and that creates some environment where they can have more vapors, having bisphenol vapors and all that. Stay as healthy as you can. And to uh, maintain your testicular health. It's just not important for you. It's important for your future generations.
0: So good basic health. Yeah,
1: good basic health. Interesting.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here. This thank, is,
1: thank you for inviting me.
0: I appreciate it. This my guest has been Professor Kazim Chohan from Upstate's Departments of Pathology and Obstetrics and Gynecology, and the Director of Andrology. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, Health Link on Air.